One of the hardest things to do as a salon owner is create fresh content that gets people's attention. One of the best ways to do that is by telling your salon story and you're not gonna wanna miss today's episode. Let's do it. Salon owners are some of the most amazing people on planet Earth. The only problem is sometimes their hearts are so big and they give so much of themselves to their staff and guests that it creates unintended consequences. Our goal is to change the industry by elevating the way the rest of the world sees salons, spas, and barbershops and give it the credibility that it truly deserves. This is the Salon Owner Evo Revo Show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. What's going on, guys? Welcome to today's show. I'm Jason Everett, your host for the Salon Owner Evo Revo Show. Welcome to today's broadcast. We're talking about how to build your salon story. And um, I think this is a really important topic because so many salon owners, like they try to tell their salon story and they, they kind of get it partially right somewhere, but they don't always know how to best communicate their salon story in an effective and meaningful way to make an impact online. And with me on the show today is my good friend and uh, buddy, James Cooper. What up, Coop? Good to see you, brother, what man. How up? are you? I'm fantastic. Dude. Thanks for having me on the show today. Dude, you're always fantastic. And not only are you always fantastic on camera, but in person and just hanging out, you always have like the biggest, best smile and your personality <laughs> is just amazing. So thank you so much, man. Um, it, for, for those of you guys who don't know James Cooper, he's subbed in and done some work for us in the High Performance Salon Academy, but he runs his own company. Oh, look at that. Adam Belansky says, what's up too? What's up, Adam? Good to see you. Speaking of <laughs> other homies. Uh, but James runs a company that does six-figure storytelling. He helps people professionally tell their stories in a way that captivates and invites the audience to listen in, lean in close, and just get emotionally immersed inside stories. And I, I think, James, the gift that you have that I hope comes out in the show today is your amazing ability to unpack stories in a way that captivates people. And I, I think if we can get some tips from you today on that, that would just be tremendous. But just thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Dude, so good to have um, you on. So, so good. Yeah. And um, dude, let's talk about this because, you know, you know, I work with, you know, the salon spa industry. And I think this is it's one of the most amazing industries in the world. And some of these salon owners, well, not some, like every one of these salon owners have incredible stories of like perseverance yeah. and what they've overcome and like where they came from and what they do now. And it's just there are some of the most amazing comeback stories, but all of them are so humble that they would yeah. never brag about their story or talk about themselves yep. or anything like that. And they create all kinds of chaos with, uh, sorry, the chaos in my mind was your camera jump for a second. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was really getting involved. <laughs> you were getting, you were like intensely listening. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it can create chaos because they don't know how to tell their story in a really yep. meaningful way that isn't like they just brag about themselves and be like, Oh, by the way, you know, even though all this trauma happened in my life, look at who I am now. They don't want to tell that story, but sometimes that's sure. the most captivating story they can tell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's unique. And the one thing that I share with people is that, you know, it doesn't matter how many people do what you do. Nobody has your story. You could Truth. live in the same house with a sibling 
and the same events happen in the house, but their perspective on the events and how they see the events and filter the events um, come up with a completely different story. So your story is like your fingerprint. Nobody else has it. And that's why it's the most valuable currency you have to attract your ideal customer. But it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's the thing that you must share. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I just, I am so passionate about this because people tend to devalue their own story and it's something that, um, it just, it needs to be shared because there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. Truth. Truth. So why, so let me ask you this. If you're a salon owner and you're, you're on with us live right now and, uh, you'd like to get better at sharing your story. Would you do me a favor and say story in the chat? Because I'd love to know if like this is a topic that you're excited about. Because I, I think it's one of the best stories you can ever tell. For crying out loud, I see Ron and Judy McKenzie who are on with us right now. Gosh, man, they have an amazing story too. And I think you know so many salon owners don't know how to communicate their story really well. And these guys have you know have built up an amazing uh, school community and salons and all these amazing things. And they just love on people and help people share their story. James, what are some things to help people start to uh, build out an effective story? What are some like story tips? Yeah. How do you do it? And how do you do it in a way that's not like braggadocious? Like, I don't want to be like, well, then last year I made millions of dollars and I just, <laughs> you know, me, I just am a money grubbing person. Like, how do you, how do you build a yeah. really effective, story that people that captivates people yeah well i think the first thing is to uh for lack of a better word get over yourself when it comes to thinking that other people are going to have a bad impression of your story because that's all you when you tell your story um you need to tell it from the heart you need to allow yourself to be vulnerable and just be open and honest because people can tell fish stories from a mile away if you're being inauthentic and you're, you know, trying to, you know, pump up your story with with facts that may be a little, stretching the truth a little bit because of for effect or because you don't think that your story is good enough. Um, you, you people can sense that, you know, it, it's uh, so. So the first thing is to be honest, to be honest and share your <laughs> truth. That's the most important thing. Um, mm -hmm. The second thing is what what connects us is through story. We, we are storytelling creatures by nature. We are born, um, uh, you know, with this innate, uh, ability to tell stories. I mean, I listen to stories right. from my kids. I know which stories are not necessarily true, but I, 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 I listen to my, my, uh, you know, my, my six-year-old has been, you know, he's been telling stories with his Legos or what, you know, when he's doing creative story ideas, I mean, we're just, when, when you think about it, all we do all day long is when we're connecting with people is we, we tell stories. If you yeah. connect with a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time, we say, Hey, what's up? <laughs> what have what you been up to? And immediately we go into story. It's like, Oh my God, you're not going to believe what happened to me. You're going right, to we a tell story. the story. We do. But the thing that happens is that when we try to tell our story strategically, when we try to tell a story for our business, with, right. uh, with a specific what, what intention or purpose or right. yeah we totally right. forget how we normally talk to human beings and that's yeah. the thing that we have to come back to and so what my passion is has always been um finding people's truth and helping them unpack the thing that's going to attract their ideal customer and their client mm. and and to just uh unleash the natural ability that we all have that we just 
we we turn off and we forget that we lose. I mean, it, it, I know you work yeah. with people on like camera confidence and all kinds of things too, James. Right? Like, because you 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 shoot yeah. videos. I mean, you live in Hollywood. If you guys don't know, I didn't really give a good background of James other than just telling you he's yeah, yeah. an awesome dude. But like, you know, James lives in Hollywood. He lives down in in SoCal. Uh, down the Hollywood area and like like I know you don't I don't think you live in actual Hollywood like the like are you yeah, in Hollywood just, or where, north, I, just northeast of, uh, of Hollywood I used to live in right. Hollywood. Just a hot minute from Hollywood but like we, we yeah. can call James Hollywood in the sense of like you've probably seen him on some TV commercials you've seen him in all kinds of stuff uh his his father was a uh was a director correct your father was a director yeah a totally film director totally. I can do and my so, I can do my my one minute version if you want Dude, um, give me your one minute version just so people know, because I yeah. think it's important. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm just hanging out with a buddy, but like, tell people about your story, man. Yeah, totally. I've been obsessed with stories since I was a little kid. So when I was five years old for Christmas, it was a month before my sixth birthday. My dad got me my very first camera. Awesome. I, I love it. Do you have it still? Right Dude, that's awesome. Here. Yes. This is my very first camera. Oh, dad. And my dad, um, my dad taught me how to how to load it. And, uh, you know, he was so, he was probably more excited than I was. Um, but, uh, he taught me how to, how to use a camera and he said, you know, just have fun, have fun with this. And, um, and so I made all these little mini movies with my little Gumby, uh, figurines and my, like my yeah. GI Joes. Um, I made all these little mini movies, but the thing is that I didn't think they were good enough. And so I didn't really right. share them with my dad. I didn't really share them with anybody. I kind of kept them to myself, mm. but it wasn't until my dad's 80th birthday um, that uh, I decided I, I wanted to do something special for my dad. And so what I did is I went all around the country. I went to all around, I lived in Hollywood, but I went to San Francisco, I went to New York, I went to Chicago, and I filmed all these people that had worked with my dad, famous actors, oh, writers, directors. It was my first attempt at a documentary. And so That's on awesome. my dad's 80th birthday, um, we went upstairs, just the family, and I, I shared this, uh, this film with his. He didn't, you know, my dad uh, was a very humble man. He didn't really talk about himself, uh, you know, braggadociously like like you're mm -hmm, talking about. And he, yep, yeah. And and he didn't really uh, give get presents on his birthday. He liked to give right. presents on his birthday. Sure, sure, so, sure. So basically, I, I shared this uh, movie. I said, here you go, Dad. Happy birthday. And I handed him the remote. Oh, man. I was so nervous. I was like literally shaking. And my dad pressed play and he watched it. And all these people were just sharing what my dad meant to them and oh, how man. they've grown working with him. And Oof. I never really saw my dad uh, very emotional. And uh, my dad turned to me and he just had tears in his eyes and he was just blown away. And he was like, how did you do this? And uh, mm. I said, you know, I, I did it by watching you. Um, and so that moment was really the moment of confidence for me where I decided mm. that if I could make my dad feel that, that maybe sure. this filmmaking thing is something I could do. And that really nice. started my journey. Um, so yeah, my dad was a television director and and uh, I, pretty much every day after school, um, so, uh, some studio uh, assistant would pick me up from school. Um, a lot of these studio assistants are directors now. It's just so funny. But <laughs> so um, cool. they would pick me up from school and I would just sit in my dad's director's chair which is actually over there. Um, nice. Sit in my dad's director's chair and uh, watch him direct. And he kind of- That's awesome. Taught me how to be a, a storyteller. 
Dude, so that's, that's my story. So went on a, a more than a minute. It's probably a couple minutes. How but, dare uh, you spend more than a minute on your story, <laughs> sir? How dare you? Um, but dude, I mean, I, I think you are a magical storyteller. I, I mean, I just think you have this uncanny ability to tell stories. So let, let's talk about how do we tell stories as a salon yeah. owner? Where, first of all, where would we use stories? Like how how do stories play out in your mind? Because you, you've known me for a hot minute. Like when yeah. when when should salon owners be using stories? Where should they be using stories? And how do they yeah. effectively communicate using stories? Eight, just totally. Eight uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I do get my hair cut <clears throat> from time to time. Uh, You're and familiar my, with the process? Uh, I, yeah, I've been uh, in the chair and and I've been with some very chatty uh, people cutting my hair and they share stories and I get to, yeah. and I ask questions. I'm always a curious guy, so I always like to know um, how they started and you know why they why you know why they do this or why they started mm -hmm. this or how they got started because that's just my own curiosity. I think that mm -hmm. you know con stories are like the ultimate way to connect with people and so. I think any opportunity to enter, to meet somebody and to be curious, I, I always think that there's this rep reciprocity when it comes to storytelling and you ask questions and they share and then that might prompt a story from you, but it's a way for them to get to know you on a deeper human level. Um, mm. So I, I think there's always opportunities when you're cutting somebody's hair, when you're meeting somebody new, um, mm -hmm. there's always opportunities to share stories because stories also don't have to be about you. You can tell stories about other people. You can tell right. what I call, um, I, I have this framework that I use with clients and it's called hero. And it's a really easy four part, uh, framework so that you're all, never telling the same types of stories. So I love it. Tell me about stands, it. yeah, hero H stands for heart. These are the stories that you probably use most often. They don't necessarily have to be about you, but heart stories are connection stories. This is where you share your opinions, um, share things that you know that are in the news, share things that um, about other people that you have an opinion on. You know, mm. people are not people are always paying for your perspective on things. You know, it's not the information. We can get information from Google and YouTube. Information is free. But when totally, you're totally. selling your services, it's the, it's your perspective on that information that people mm -hmm. are really connecting with. Because totally. when you share when you share your your opinions, um, people get a sense of what you believe and what you value. And those are the things that connect us and bond us as human beings. So those are those are heart stories. They can be, you know, you could have a rant on a topic you know, that's going on in the news or something like that. Um, you can share uh, what, you know, what you value, like what, you know, why hard work is so important or why, you know, work, work smarter, not harder, whatever your beliefs or opinions are, you can share things like that. So those, those are hard. Mm -hmm. um, e is for educate. If you're going to train people or you're going to share your knowledge and your wisdom, and it has a step-by-step -step process, kind of like I'm doing right now, those are right, education right. stories. So like, here's the four part framework for that your stories have variety, H E R O. So, so that's, so those are education. Those are really easy to do. Um, they don't take a lot of prep because it's basically you're sharing, you know, here's the problem. Here's the solution. Here's what to do next. It's a pretty right. simple three part process, right? The easy. problem that I see in the marketplace is that education videos are all people do. That's like the only thing that they do. And that doesn't necessarily move people. Guilty. It stimulates their brain. <laughs> it doesn't really move people emotionally. 
Yeah, totally. What's going to move is connection. So the so that's uh, that's E education. R is results, and I think these are probably for your audience. This is very very important. Results are、mm-hmm. testimonials and case studies. They're sharing how you have gotten results for other people and the、mm-hmm. experience that they've had. And most often, result stories are told by that person. It's much more effective、mm-hmm. for other people to talk、right. about how great you are than for you to say, "I'm so awesome. Here's what I've done for people." Right? So, <laughs> I know, really help somebody you, do this amazing thing. Let me share it all all about it with you. Exactly.、Yeah. Um, you know, you can do it. I'm just saying it's it's more effective,、um, and you don't、sure. really need that many. Honestly, people are like, "Well, how、mm-hmm. many testimonials do I need? How many?" It's like you know, people are used to three. You look on the back of a book, and there's usually like three little blurbs yeah, from different totally, people. Totally, totally, totally. It's not four hundred people said this book is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then O is where I really dive in specialty. O is origin, which stands for like your origin story, and this is basically sharing your history, sharing the moments in your life that have kind of made you who you are. These are all personal stories.、Um, I'm always searching what's called. For what's called the signature story, which is kind of like your own TED talk, like the 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 story that you would tell if you had you know 15 minutes on stage,、um, that that takes some search, and it's not something that necessarily for everybody is off the top of their head.、Um, you can have several、uh, moments in your past that were significant. I'm just always searching for your why story, like why do you do what you do. What what drives you, and how did you get to this moment in time? You know,、mm-hmm. and that usually shares the ups and downs, how you overcame challenges. You know, wh- what's something in your past that is a significant? We call it a significant emotional event, something、mm-hmm. that really transformed you. And that can take some search, but it's worth the it's worth the discovery.、Um, mm-hmm. I, I always like to look at my past. Uh, and and just journal and think about moments because you I I, I always recommend people have a co- what I call a content journal that、um, they they keep either by their bedside or somewhere they can reach it quickly because you never know when a memory will be triggered it could be triggered from a、mm. billboard you see it could be triggered from a commercial and if you don't capture it right then and there it it just it disappears you won't you won't capture it again until who knows when if ever. So that's why、right. it's like you know whenever I hear a jingle that sparks a high school memory, I'm like ooh, and I'm like I'll capture it because it's it's like that's a, there's a story there. That's so, good.、Um, that's、yeah. good. I like that. I lo- I love this、yeah. idea of having a journal. By the way, if you do too, do me a favor and comment journal in the comments because I think、uh, you know James. I don't know if you know this. I've been working with this、uh, a comedian. To help you know, be a better storyteller. I've been working with him to tell、yeah. some, you know, well, to be funnier. Let's be honest. Let's, you know, because I, you know, you know, I'd like improv sketch comedy was my jam. I kind of got further away、yep. from it. Got very into like motivational stuff, and I was like, it's amazing. However, what we've been talking about is finding these opportunities to kind of like catch those little moments. And I love what you said about this. This content journal is like what sparks that emotion in you, and why does it spark、yeah. that emotion? Because that's part of your emotional story. That comes out, but just to recap on what you said,、uh, I want to、yeah. I want to be able to recap, and then we're gonna have to take a quick quick break.、Um, actually, let's、yep. do this. I'll recap when we come back because we got to take a quick、okay. short break. We'll be back in just under a minute. Let's do that, and we'll be right back. I'll recap. Hey, HPSA listeners, let me ask you this: Are you tired of not knowing what your hair color is costing you on every appointment and watching it chew up your profit? 
Well, with Salon Scale, we take the guesswork out for you. Using a mobile app paired with a Bluetooth scale, Salon Scale will tell you exactly what your color is costing you on every bowl mix down to the ground. As you mix, Salon Scale will also digitally store your formulas and track how much product is being used in real time. So you can manage your inventory, cover your expenses, and generate more profit in your salon. Use promo code HPSA10 to get 10% off an annual subscription. Salon Scale, the new standard for mixing color. All right, welcome back. We're talking with James Cooper. Dude, so good to have you on. Uh, we're talking about this amazing formula you just laid out called the Hero Formula for Telling Stories. You said H-E-R-O, uh, that's how you spell hero, in case you were confused. Uh, H stands for heart, E stands for educate, R stands for results, and O stands for origin. Heart are your opinions and the things that you care about. Education is all about the connection. Uh, results is all about the testimonials and things you get for other people. An origin story, we're just talking about signature story. There's emotional spots in the past that have created who you are today. And you were just mentioning before we took that quick break, uh, all about this idea around keeping a content journal of when emotion hits you, you write it down. So how, yeah. James, would we take something like that? Let, let's take a salon yeah. example and say, how do we take an, a, a story like that and use it? Because I, I got my, my brain's already kicking into high gear here, right? It's yeah. like, oh man, that'd be really good to tell a testimonial story while a client is sitting down in the chair and be like, oh, James, you know what? I was just thinking about your hair because I have a client, his name is Fred, who's just like yep. you, who came in and said, blah, 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 blah. And then maybe in talking about, he ended up taking this retail product home and he used it in his hair. And then he solved that problem the exact same way that you need to solve it. And here's what's going on. And like, instead of trying to say, would you like to buy some uh, shampoo when you leave totally. today? That story yeah. becomes the sale or will will help the sale happen instead of make the sale feel forced. That was one of my thoughts, but you probably have some other ideas about where you can use these stories. Yeah, well, I, I think I think that's a great example. It's like when we when we're using a story strategically, we have to do two things. We have to um, we have to connect with the the situation that could help this person, right? Mm -hmm. You um, the 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 one the two elements that you have to have in a story is you have to have conflict and desire. Those are the two things. Mm -hmm. Without conflict and desire, you have no story. Right. I like it. Um, and so I'm taking notes. Yeah, no worries. So we when we try to use story strategically, where where I see it kind of go south is that you don't have you don't have any kind of a story arc. You have to start with some sort of intention. And when I say intention, it's like it's like, okay, I want this person to buy, you know, this color stuff. Uh, you know, to, to make his hair look shinier. Very fancy um, term, color stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, color stuff. Uh, you can tell color I work stuff. with Got a it. lot of salon owners. Lots um, of salon owners, color stuff. Got it. Yes. But I think your example is exactly right. It's like you have to relate to how can I help this person? How can I help this person achieve a certain result? What is the transformation that I want to see for them? Right. It has to come from a place of caring rather than, you know, hey, you know, if, if you buy this, you'll get this result. Uh, I, I can't remember who said the quote. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Truth. Um, and and it's such an important quote when it comes to storytelling, because 
what you have to always say, what is the purpose of sharing the story? What am I going to gain? There's this, there's this, uh, uh, uh phrase that I've always, uh, remembered called weight, which stands for why am I talking, which has always <laughs> been helpful to me because I don't jump in and say things, <laughs> you know, oh, unless bro. I know exactly why am I talking? Why am I sharing this? Um, yeah. So I always wait before I, before I speak. Um, so putting this into practical terms, if you think that what you're offering can genuinely help somebody rather than you're not just trying to make a, make a, an extra few bucks, then you can definitely share a client or how you have found this product really helps. Right. And when you look at it in the frame of storytelling, the conflict, what is the conflict? The conflict is their hair is too dry or the, the color is fading and they want it to last right. longer. Feels, what's the, yeah, what's, feels... yeah, whatever it is, it's the villain. You have to have a villain in a story. There has to be a villain, right? And if you're going to help vanquish that villain through this product, here's how it, here's how it works. And here's who has gotten great results through, through using this product. So, mm -hmm. um, there are three main things that I, that I focus on when I try to tell a story. First thing is, um, you got to set the scene. Every story has to set the scene and, um, I'm, I won't go down a huge rabbit hole of, of, of setting the scene. Cause there's a lot of, there can be lots of different components, but it's basically, what is the situation? Mm -hmm. What's the situation in this story? And there's in any situation, again, you have to have both a conflict and desire. I wanted this, but I couldn't because of this problem. I want to achieve this, but here's the challenge. And that's where you set up. What is it that you want the desire and what's the conflict, the villain, once you understand, and, and sometimes you, you share that through a story of somebody else who had that situation so that they can relate. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So you have to set the scene. Otherwise people don't know why you're telling the story and they don't know, you know, why they should listen. But mm -hmm. if it's, if it's, if it's a strong desire that they really, something that they really want and, and it overcomes this problem because they're, you know, we're here to help solve problems. Then once you understand that and that, that scene has been set, then you can move forward with a story, an example. So let me, let me translate this into salon world, right? Yeah. Is it setting yeah. the scene or getting the situation is making sure you have an amazing consultation with somebody and telling them like, I'm here to help you. I'm going to figure out what we're doing, like giving, like setting the scene, getting the situation set up for the first place and then figuring out what are their desires and what's standing in their way for the guest that's sitting in your chair, right? If you're a stylist, you're saying like, is that, is that kind of what you're talking about? Like setting the situation, like yeah. you know, I've helped lots of people. I'm here to help you with this. So talk to me about what it is that you want and tell me about what it is that you don't, you know, what do you like about your hair? What don't you like about your hair? Tell me what's going on. They're like, ah, it feels like, you know, straw or like it feels this way or whatever. And they're like, okay, I totally get it. So how does that then transition? Because that's kind of learning, like I see two things going on. One is telling your story as a stylist of like, here's what I can do to help you and figure out what's going yep. on. But I also would say, James, that I'm kind of picking up this other part of what you're saying is that learning the guest's story that's in the chair is as important mm -hmm. as sharing your own story about how you can yep. help them. Totally. Absolutely. You have to understand your audience. Mm -hmm. 
You have yeah. to understand who it is that you're talking to and what are their needs and desires. Now, if you've been in the salon industry for any number of time, even I'm sure in salon school, there's only so many problems. Right. You know, there's, right, there's, totally. you can, there's only so many problems that people have and that you can solve. And yeah. and so there are references that you can pull from other people's stories that you can use because what people want, I mean, people want a transformation. They want to get from where they are to another place. And what great stories do is they take them on a journey and hopefully at the end of the journey, they are transformed emotionally and they see mm. the possibility and hope of what could be. We're taking yeah. them from here's what is to here's what could be. And right. and so yeah, when you do that that process with your um with your potential client or customer, yeah, it's important to understand what do they want. I mean, that's that's just mm. like coaching 101, right? It's like sure. it always comes back to what do you want? And then you can then help them get there. And storytelling is a great way to Rather than telling them what they need to do, it's sharing a reference that they can relate to so Love that they it. know that that journey is possible. Because if you can this share so a story good. about other people, then they go, oh, wow, okay. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the most basic form of, of infomercial. It's like, you know, don't mm -hmm. you hate when this happens? Wouldn't it be right. great <laughs> if this could happen? Sure, <laughs> I mean, those sure. infomercials are so cheesy, but they're using the same basic right. principle same of conflict and desire. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I love yeah. it. And by the way, James this has been super helpful. I mean, I only wish I had like four more hours of show with you, which is why I call <laughs> you any chance I can uh, to just figure it out. But James, if people want to learn more about telling stories, uh, how can people go find you and just just hear yeah. more about storytelling? Because I think you guys, I hope you guys catch, you could use this behind the chair. You could use this when telling the story of your salon. You could use this uh, as far as like on social media, like storytelling is one of the biggest communications tools you have. And when you learn it, it's amazing. James, how do they track you down again? Get more information yeah totally totally so you can always follow me on instagram james cooper films um you can follow me there um i go live there every uh monday through friday actually right around now um nine o'clock um and uh and then also in april i am going to be doing a storytelling workshop it's like a 90 nice. minute workshop um so we're going to talk about story crafting which is kind of writing and crafting the story and then we're going to talk about storytelling which is also about the delivery how do you deliver your stories with impact? And so um, I haven't set a date, but it is gonna be in April. So uh, message me on Instagram with uh, the word workshop and I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll give you all the details. Consider yourself messaged by me, my friend. I'd love to sit into more James Cooper classes. Um, if today was wicked valuable for you today, would you do me a favor and just say wicked in the chat? James, always fun to have you on. Thank you so much. I hope yeah. you guys will go find James over at Instagram, James Cooper Films, and get more information about how you can tell amazing stories, make your social media better, connect with your guests better, connect with your staff better, but more importantly, understand your story. Thank you so much, James, for being on today. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Thank you so much. All right, thanks a lot, bro. Good to have you on. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Evo Revo podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by Salon Scale, allowing you to charge by what you know, not by what you feel. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and you can always get more information, including show notes and the video episodes at evorevopodcast.com.